The scandal at the embattled consultancy firm PwC seems to be getting murkier by the day. The latest revelation is that the Australian Federal Police was tipped off about a leak of confidential tax information five years ago. But an investigation never got off the ground because of complex secrecy rules. The ABC senior business correspondent Peter Ryan has been covering this scandal. Peter joins us now. Peter, just explain firstly why it's been taking so long for details about this PwC tax leak to unravel. Well, Tom, uh, good morning. It's a a complex situation. There's a myriad of uh, secrecy laws that really boggle the mind as to how this has been bubbling along in the background for so long. But we learned a bit more last night when the Australian Taxation Office was grilled at Senate estimates. ATO Commissioner Chris Jordan said that he became suspicious seven years ago, back in January 2016, that something was probably amiss when the ATO became aware that a handful of multinationals were attempting in the background to restructure their tax affairs in the lead-up to the introduction of tough new multinational tax avoidance laws. The ATO began investigating tax schemes being run or developed by the big four firms and they eventually obtained some PwC emails and that was despite attempts by PwC to avoid handing anything over and they were claiming professional privilege. But those emails in the end hinted at a potential confidentiality breach by the former PwC tax partner, Peter John Collins, who we've been hearing a lot about recently, who'd been consulting with Treasury on tax matters going back to 2013. Now, Chris Jordan said in 2018, the ATO handed over some of what it knew to the Australian Federal Police, but that ended up going nowhere because of a lack of firm evidence. Mr Jordan also said he was prevented from sharing any of these concerns Concerns with Treasury or other arms of the federal government. Now, in this exchange, he was grilled by the Green Senator Barbara Pocock on why the AFP investigation hit a dead end. Did they initiate an investigation? No. Why not? They felt they didn't have sufficient evidence at that time to pursue that. Isn't that shocking? We are not allowed to share um, protected information with ministers. But I think it could be, in hindsight here, looking at what's happened, a better ability to share, say, with Treasury. So that's the latest developments there from Senate Estimates. Tax Commissioner Chris Jordan being questioned by the Greens Senator Barbara Pocock. Peter Ryan, just stepping away from Senate Estimates, though. Kenneth Hayne, who uh, people might remember, chaired the Banking Royal Commission, is obviously keeping a close eye on PwC now. What's he had to say? Well, Tom, I should say that Kenneth Hayne wasn't speaking directly about the PwC matter when he spoke yesterday at the Congress of Actuaries, although you could imagine talk about PwC was buzzing through throughout the room. But as we flagged yesterday, these PwC confidentiality breaches were unfolding while the Banking Royal Commission was underway and outing bad and unlawful and unethical behaviour in the banking sector. And also at the same time, there were Royal Commissions and Inquiries going on into bad corporate behaviour in the casino sector. And by the way, we saw a Crown Resorts cop or agree to a $450 million fine yesterday. But Kenneth Haynes signalled that same problems of bad behaviour are out there where the interests of companies and the rush for profits come well ahead of client interests and strong ethical behaviour. There will be participants in every commercial area who break the law, who do mislead and deceive, who do not act fairly. 
don't act with reasonable care and skill, or if they're acting for another, prefer their own interests to the interests of the client. It's a human endeavour. But are the deviations too frequent? Of course, if there are persistent or widespread breaches of the norms I've identified, it would say a lot about leadership culture and governance. Is the remuneration system increasing the prospect of misconduct? Kenneth Hain, their former High Court judge, who of course chaired the Banking Royal Commission as well. Peter Ryan, just while we've got you there, important to mark this, we're going to be hearing today from the Reserve Bank Governor, Philip Lowe, who's fronting Senate estimates. What can we expect there? Well, Tom, uh, no doubt uh, Philip Lowe will be asked about PwC and what, if any, contracts the Reserve Bank has with PwC or other consulting firms. But the reality is that Philip Lowe will be providing updates on inflation and where that's heading. What's that going to be meaning for interest rates? We get the next Reserve Bank board meeting next Tuesday, June the 6th. Will the cash rate go up? Money markets think it's probably going to stay on hold, but we shouldn't be betting too much after that shock decision a little while back where rates actually went up against market expectations. But Tom, also, this could well be Philip Lowe's last appearance or one of his final appearances before any parliamentary committees because the Treasurer Jim Chalmers is probably in the process of making a recommendation to Cabinet about whether or not Philip Lowe gets a second term as Reserve Bank Governor in the wake of the Reserve Bank review that we had out about six weeks ago. Okay, Peter, thank you very much for joining us. It's the ABC's Senior Business Correspondent Peter Ryan there. The PwC crisis uh, continues and as we're just hearing there, getting murkier by the day.